Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Pass and the real people in your life will come to you, and you got to keep those people in your life. And you know, you make the decisions that you make, they should be happy for you. And the the, the decisions that you make for yourself and your mental well-being and what makes you happy and just being around these people and trusting the process and asking for help, you know, all like all spirals into a beautiful life. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Bow. I'm your host, Camille Weiss. And today's episode, I am so excited for you guys to listen. We are talking to the one, the only, the rhino, Colin Cockrell. He's a four-time NCAA champion, a two-time NCAA partner stunt champion, a three-time world champion, and a UCA partner stunt champion. And just by saying that, you already know how amazing he is. He's one of the nicest people I've ever met. And he's here to share his story on mental health because it is Mental Health Awareness Month. And I really wanted to do something special for you guys because I think mental health is super important, especially in the cheerleading industry and college athletics industry. Um, so I just want to make sure you guys get the best advice that you can. So I really trusted Colin on this and I'm so glad I did because he really does have the best advice. But if you guys need any more advice or have any questions on mental health, feel free to DM me and thank you to bet online for sponsoring this week's episode. Our partners at bet online continue to be the number one source for all your betting and sports info. Find all of the latest sport developments, including updated odds on the NBA and NHL playoffs, Major League Baseball fights, and even next season's NFL futures. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs. It's super easy to get started, so head to the website today on your mobile device and join and use our promo code BLEAVE to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. Yeah, so, you know, my story is extremely long, like, of how I got cheerleading. But first off, my name is Colin Cockrell. I cheered at Weber State University, and I cheered for our country, Team USA. Those are the main teams that I cheered for. So a little bit about my background with cheerleading. I actually, before cheerleading, was an Olympic weightlifter, you know, gunning to make the Olympics. Very extremely long story, but I'm going to make it short. I had a back injury took me out of the Olympics or at least like proceeding onto the Olympics and it led me to cheerleading and you know it was probably the best injury I've ever had because if I didn't have that injury it wouldn't have led me to cheerleading but you know definitely took a toll on my mental health and just like my mental well-being you know with that happening but it led me to a different path in life and you know I'm just so grateful for that but you know it's been such an amazing journey like with cheerleading some of the accolades I accomplished you know with the people around me and you know, all the adventures and memories I did with cheerleading and even Olympic lifting, you know, I just cannot be more thankful for where I'm at today. And, you know, definitely, hence why I'm here to, you know, talk about mental health is definitely, you know, lots of pros, but lots of cons as well. But that's a little bit about myself, my background and like what I 
done and what I've, you know, where I'm from and with the teams I cheered for. Oh, I did not know you were going to be in the Olympics for weightlifting. What? Mm-hmm. So yep. cool. I, yeah, it's been a majority of my life training. Like my life seems like one big workout. And, you know, I was born and raised, you know, I was born and raised in a small town called Salmon, Idaho. So there wasn't really much to do. So all I did, it was either, you know, get into mischief and get into trouble or, you know, I just locked myself into sports and, you know, weight training and Olympic lifting. It was like, I found out was like my best forte at that time. Oh, okay. So mm-hmm. for cheer, was there like a specific reason that you decided to cheer? Did you just like see videos or did someone, you know, cheer? What happened with that? Um, so I definitely have some founding, you know, people, founding yeah. friends that are still very close to my heart to this day. A lady named Nancy Gildersleeve and a guy named Joseph Moorhead, then a guy named Dane Lobdell. They are the ones that actually revealed my potential with cheerleading. And they are the ones that like introduced me to cheerleading. And I didn't know what the heck it was really. I just knew what partner sprinting was, but I didn't really know the the full you know, information of like the counts, the pyramids, the stunting, the routine work. Like I didn't realize like that's what it took. So, but meeting them, I met Joe and Nancy in Idaho and I met Dane Lobdell in Utah. They're the people that really introduced me in, into cheerleading and made like me make history or just like, they were the one, the ones that knew me before I became like the rhino or this, <laughs> you know, expert so very huge shout out to them I'm so thankful for them oh I love that that's so cool (laughs) I love hearing how especially guys got into cheer I'm like how in the world it's so cool though Mm -hmm. yeah and like basically like the way he they introduced me to it it's like I didn't know what the heck like cheerleading was but they showed me what partner sensing was it's very similar Olympic lifting like you know the explosive lifts the snatch and cleaning jerk are very similar to partner stunting when you do like toss QB uh you know find extend hand it's very similar movements so you know I you can say I had a natural ability or natural movement to partner stunting due to my Olympic lifting background I love that that's cool and I, I feel yeah. like most people think maybe with you because you are so strong like there's I've, I've heard a lot of people say like oh my god he can just lift anyone like he's so strong but I feel like even with Olympic lifting and cheer you have to have technique no matter how strong you are oh 100% like yeah. for this like she definitely when I was first hunting with her like you know she was teaching me and amongst like other flyers too like this girl named uh, Alyssa Hecox yeah of course Alyssa Hecox like, yeah <laughs> she was part no, she was there and this girl named Talissa, Tasha, a bunch of other amazing flyers that really helped me, but they can definitely vouch and say that I used a lot of strength, like when I first started cheerleading instead of technique. Yeah, but now mm-hmm. you need both. <laughs> yeah, you need both nowadays. It doesn't, you can't manhandle the flyer when you're stunting. You got to use some technique behind it, a lot of technique. That is so true. Okay, mm-hmm. so then after you cheered, you decided to cheer in college or what, how did that decision go? So with uh, my back injury with Olympic weightlifting, I was going to, you know, heal up and go for the Tokyo Olympics in 2020, but you know, just the stars aligned. I don't know if people believe in fate, God, destiny, you know, whatever route you decide to do, you know, I believe in God. God was the one that really showed me the path that saying like, you know, you had your amazing run, with Olympic weightlifting, it's time for a different journey. And, you know, it just, it was, the feeling was right. It felt like it was good, but I just remember specifically that day when I met Dane Lobdell, he told me about Weber State 
he told me that they do this at this program. It's a very family unity, very strong, very competitive, and just just a, a beautiful atmosphere at that program. And once he told me about that, I was still a weightlifter at that time. You know, I had to do a lot of thinking. I talked to my mom. I talked to my family. I talked to, you know, my dad and just basically told them I met this guy named Dave Lobdell. He was the one like, you know, that told me about cheerleading partner stunting and, you know, me still being a weightlifter. I said, what, you know, they offered me a position, you know, a scholarship and a position to meet up with the coach and, you know, you know, possibly join the team. And I talked to my family that they were super against it at first, but they ultimately said, like, we want you to be happy, Colin. We want you to do what you want you know, want to do in your life. It's your life. You should do what you want to do. So, you know, made the transition from Olympic lifting to cheerleading. The rest is history. I just remember I was a weightlifter on Friday, you know, made the process and exchange throughout the weekend. And my first practice was on Monday. This was back in 2015 at Weber State. And I just remember walking into the room, like they were having like a meeting. And I guess it was photo day that day. And the coach was like, hey, team, you know, Weber State, this is your new teammate Colin Cockrell he's a he's very humble he's a very kind person and he's your new teammate so welcome him and I just remember thinking like what what I get myself into like like I was training for the Olympics at one point and I'm really giving that up to be a true leader (laughs) but honestly it was the best decision I've ever made and you know the stars aligned with the people the the journey just the route It, it was you know I'm so thankful for it I love that. I I love that you can just pick out that one day and that one feeling that just Mm -hmm. got you to where you are today. I have that same thing. And I know that feeling it's like unforgettable, just like that. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I love that. Okay. So Mm -hmm. then Weber and then um, let's see, you did all these, what about your partner stunt competitions? So can you win um, how many times? Wait, once, how much? Three times I won okay. uh, UCA 2019, NCA 2019, and then UCA NCA again in 2020, no 2021. Sorry. Wow, how is that competing? Like not ever competing. Well, obviously for on a team, but like not ever competing just with a partner. Yeah. So it was um it was a wild adventure. Honestly, you know it was probably probably like some of the hardest things I've done and like mentally and physically. So the thing, like what I did was, you know, my flyers at that time when I won 2019 UCA and NCA, it was with a flyer named Mackenzie Graybaugh. Mm-hmm. So, and then 2020 was with my flyer at that time named Elsa Hassett. Um, so basically uh, like 2021, I keep on getting those dates mixed up because the COVID era definitely yeah. like messed up a lot. Of it. But yeah. when those flyers, it was an amazing experience, but all I did was like my training I did for the Olympics, you know, when I was an Olympic weightlifter, all the, you know, habits I did and built up throughout that process, all I did was apply it to partner stunting and cheerleading and it worked, you know, just the sleeping, you know, making sure you get a good amount of rest, this, mm-hmm. you know, good time management, taking care of your body, mm-hmm. you know, being, you know, you know, mentally healthy, physically healthy as much as possible. Basically what professional athletes did, I just applied that to cheerleading and you know it works that it basically works that's very smart actually a lot of people should do that <laughs> yeah yeah you know, and the pre the persona people get like you know it's definitely like a lot of people say Colin has like raw natural strength and like he's just gifted but no it's it came with a lot of hard work and a lot of 
sacrifices and dedication and, you know, just the stuff training for the Olympics really taught me the principles of what it took to be the best athlete. And, you know, I applied that to cheerleading and it, it just really works. And it's not a secret. It's just, you have to get yourself to do it. Oh, that makes my heart so happy because so many people that I've cheered with in the past, especially guys, they're always mm -hmm. like, I'm never going to be able to co-ed as good as this person and this person. And like, I'm just mm -hmm. not strong. I didn't get genetics like that, but I'm just like, nobody does no one is naturally gifted at anything you have to work hard and try your best to get somewhere 100 like you got to put those hours in when you don't feel like it you got to wake up when you don't feel like it you got to eat this food you know instead of the junk food it, you got to go to sleep early knowing if you want to train in tomorrow morning and it just really works you know the it it makes sense like the best of the best athletes in their craft they just, they just make it a habit and they do it. And it is a lot of pressure. To, it, is, it is a lot of mental strength to do it. But if you, if you want to be that type of athlete, that's, that's what it takes. I agree. So mm -hmm. how did you deal with all the pressure of where you're at today? Because you did get, especially this past year, huge on social media and like just in the cheer world. And I know that can be really stressful because the cheer world is the cheer world. So how do you mm -hmm. kind of, how did you push through that mentally and physically? So, you know, when it comes to the social media, like, you know, you're going to have your keyboard warriors and you just can't really take that stuff serious. You just do a lot of blocking, deleting and just like letting go. It's not it's not worth worrying about, you know, the five by five rule. If it's not going to matter in five minutes or five days or five years from now, there's no stress. You shouldn't honestly stress about that. And that's one thing I had to do with like my therapy was just being able to let go and just not worry about the small stuff. You don't sweat the small stuff. You look at the bigger picture in life. And then when it came to like, you know, just being big in the cheer world and, you know, just becoming who I am, I really did not expect any of this to happen. I just was a guy that really enjoyed partner stunting and just it is nuts just the world just really admired what I did and what I do and it, it's, it's still amazing to this day so when it comes to the pressure honestly just knowing that it's okay not to be okay it knowing that it's okay to ask for help knowing that it's okay to step away and when you do that you find out who truly is in your corner mm -hmm. and who and that's okay you know life goes on so basically just accepting, don't just not putting on this fake show, accepting these problems, letting go of these problems and just being like, you know, how the analogy, analogy of water on a duck's back, you know, you just got to let it slide with some stuff and not sweat the small things. So it is a lot of pressure, still get like pressure every day, but yeah. all, all I did like throughout my process of being the best athlete I could be and also just like taking care of my mental health is just taking those steps every day. And it's been it's been life has been good ever since good I'm so glad because that does take a lot to step away from something that you love so much and that you've worked mm -hmm. so hard to get to and that's like mm -hmm. so I'm that's crazy that you did that like that's I'm proud of you for doing that because that's such a hard thing to do I can't even imagine yeah it was definitely a really hard weird you know FOMO transition but yeah. I honestly was like extremely like you know going through a hard time but when I made the decision to step away and focus more on my mental health, it almost makes me want to come back out and like come out of retirement even stronger, even like the stuff that I was lacking in, like, I feel like I can take that on a lot more stronger and the things that were bugging me and the things that I was struggling with and just how I felt as a person 
it feels so much more stronger ever since I took that little mental break. And I'm ready to, honestly, you can say I'm ready to take the next chapter, whether it's like, whether it's like any type of thing, either coming out of retirement or competing again, or even just like life in general. I just feel like it was a much needed thing I needed in my life. I love that. And I hope you know that that's so, so inspiring. And I hope that does inspire a ton of people because not, not a lot of people can say they've done something like that. Not a lot of people mm-hmm. can have like the confidence that they can go back in and do something even better mm-hmm. when they've left like that. Like that's, it's mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Let's talk about males in the cheer world a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I know you have, you worked with, you've probably taught a lot of people how to stunt, I would assume. Oh, I can't <laughs> even count. hundred buyers and handful of stunters. Like, you know, they definitely, it's definitely a cool gig, you know, watching athletes grow. I, it's something I thoroughly enjoy doing. I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So do you think you would want to be a coach or, I mean, you sort of are a coach now, but like, what do you have future plans to continue cheer or what do you think? Yeah, so definitely, definitely have a future plans. It's not announced yet because I'm still trying to figure out the, you know, get, guess the process of things. Yeah. It's not announced yet, but I will be returning back this coming season and we'll be competing again in all these awesome competitions and Coaching wise, like, yeah, that's definitely going to be a necessity. Like that's definitely going to be one of my future plans when it comes to my occupation. I just love helping. I just, I don't know. I just get the thrill of helping flyers get their school or get this new stunt and even stunters like watching them grow as well. It just, it brings joy to my, something I enjoy doing. And it feels like it's one of my passions in life. That's so good. That's your purpose right there. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And then it comes to the male aspect of cheerleaders, you know, it, it's definitely like, I feel like nowadays it's starting to be a little bit more recognized, but it is a little femi, you know, with like the cheerleaders, which is totally fine. You know, I love those type of people, like the type of guys that bring that side to cheerleading. It's very necessary, but when it comes to the male, like, you know, masculinity slash like, you know, you know, just the riled upness, it's definitely, it's definitely a different role. You know, they definitely have to take the route, that route and just know like, you know, the people in the outside world might think cheerleading is very girly, very like dancing and stuff, but no real cheerleading. It's like, it's very difficult. And you know, when they get through that process and knowing that cheerleading is like extremely cool, you know, that, that I feel like the masculinity of cheerleading really, really reveals out to any type of people, you know, the ones that are very, you know, very in this category of cheerleading, the guys are in this category of cheerleading, this category to this category, just knowing that partner stunting or not partner stunting, cheerleading is hard. It's like, it's legitimately like a professional sport. You know, they, people got to just realize that like, it's not, it's not just like a, a girly sport. It's very masculine. You have to be very strong mentally, physically, you know, conditioning, your strength, your, your mental you know what mental well-being and just like even your patience like you know such since it is a co-ed sport being in that type of atmosphere too it takes you can't be riled up you have to be understanding like towards the girls and you got to be understanding towards like the other guys too so it takes almost every ounce of like language that you need and then when it comes to the masculinity or just the male figure in cheerleading yeah i think it's it's way above and beyond like it needs to be 
looked at and it should be announced to the world more like no this is not a girly thing this is very like a very masculine sport as well yes that's right if anybody hears this podcast we're announcing it <laughs> that cheer can yes. be masculine too <laughs> yeah exactly yes i love that and i do think that needs to be talked about more mm-hmm. um what advice do you have for males who are kind of struggling with their mental health and being a cheerleader at the same time because i know a lot of co-ed boys on my team have had struggles in the past because they do want to get to like where you are at like they want to be one of the best stunners ever but they've had trouble just like mentally and physically about just like getting there yeah so my best advice for like the male figures and male like cheerleaders that want to become like you know potentially one of the best or take it to the next level is they got to understand that they got to they got to enjoy the process they got to know that it takes time it doesn't like happen overnight the training you gotta you gotta be able to you gotta start from basics and build up it takes time to like become like you know one of the greats or just like something of way above and beyond a lot of people nowadays like especially the guy figures they want to get the skill like right away they want to like be able to throw this skill. They see this on Instagram. They wanted like, okay, I, I got to do this skill. I want to try this skill, but yet they haven't covered these type of skills as well. So they got to know it takes time. It t- you got to enjoy the process and know that you shouldn't stick to like one flyer. You got to stumble with like multiple flyers. Cause if you can hit it with this flyer, this flyer, this flyer, it just makes you so much better. So be just being very open-minded, understanding the process, understanding the journey. And also just outside of cheerleading too, if the guy's not like, the guy wants to hit this stunt, but you know, not like not saying this in by degrading by any means, but they're not strong. They don't want any muscle. They got to know like, all right, well, I got to get to the gym. I got to get stronger. If I can't lift the girl, I mean, if I'm not, I can't do push-ups that well, how am I supposed to lift a human, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Very true. Uh, they just got to be open-minded. They got to know like the principles, the small little steps of what it takes. Those small little steps will all build up into the bigger picture. So, you know, just that's, it's a very common theme with guys. They want, they want it right away, but they got to know it's okay. You got to take your time, you know? Yes. I completely, completely agree with that. You got to check all mm-hmm. the boxes off before you get to the final. Oh, hundred percent. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, I know that you have Sunday with a ton of different flyers and <laughs> a lot of flyers in the cheer world. Um, and especially on my team, they kind of say like, I don't know if I could co-ed, co-ed stunt because I don't look like this flyer and, you know, I don't look like all these tiny girls. So do you have any advice on kind of, kind of the flyer image, I would say? So yeah, so the flyer image. So typically you got to almost know your role. Like, you know, not saying this to create anything. It'd be me like knowing, like, I want to tumble. Like my body's my body's just not built to tumble. If I practice it and do it and work on the technique, yeah, I can do it. But like, I just, you got to know your role when it comes to cheerleading. If your strength, if your strength is in this role, that's totally fine. And you got to be okay with that. But if you want to take something serious, so if I took tumbling serious, I know I can, you know, be a great tumbler if I wanted to, if I put the time and energy and training into it, but I just know my strength into partner stunting. So when it comes to flyers, they just got to know what their role is and like what, they can offer best to the team because if they're really great at this one, you know, that's probably their position on the team, but if they do want to like, you know, in their own personal goals, if they want to be able to push and try to become a better flyer, then they got to know like the 
principles and these are the steps of what it takes, you know, and a lot of flyers, like in my personal opinion, are extremely strong. They're not, they go to the gym, they work out, they get like lean muscle, they're very explosive. And they got to know, like, even though they're the ones that being lifted, they also got to be able to lift their own body weight. They got to be able to stick these p- certain positions so the guy can be able to throw them. And I've stunned with flyers that are itty bitty, it's like tiny that are hard to stun with because they can't squeeze. And then some flyers that are like, like on the bigger range or just like the more muscular range that are like, you know, this size and they're super easy to stunt with because they can, they know how to squeeze. So when it comes to that, they got to also treat it as like, okay, if I want to go for this type of position on the team these are the principles i have to follow to be the best flyer i can be or the best tumbler i can be yes i love that you say that flyers do need to be strong they need to have strength and it's not Mm -hmm. i feel like it's not really about size anymore it's just really about like your strength and your talent and what you're skilled in Mm -hmm. 100 because yeah nowadays like flyers like I've been blown away with like certain flyers of like you know the, their size but how, how good their body awareness is and like strong they are in the air how tight they can squeeze so yeah you're totally correct in that yes I love that you say that and I feel like that definitely needs to be talked about more in the cheer world too mm-hmm. just like yeah. I'm tired of seeing these baby flyers like on all-star che- teams that are like senior teams like mm-hmm. I just it just bugs me but I feel like it needs to be shown more that you need to have strength. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and a lot of things that the Flyers will do will be kind of unhealthy habits mm-hmm. to like, and they got to know, like, there's so many different ways, even for guys too, there's so many different ways to gain weight for guys to gain weight healthy. There's mm-hmm. so many ways to lose weight for guys as well and girls to lose weight healthy, just making sure you do it. Everything, like everything you do is just got to, you got to be able to take the principles and the right approach and you know, it, there's so many different ways instead of doing it the unhealthy way, which is very frowned upon in the cheerleading world. I feel like a lot of flyers do, like, they do have this body image and they should be like this. So they decide not to eat. They decide not to, you know, drink water or whatever, but they got to know, like, it's, there's so many different ways. It just takes time. And the thing is the so many different ways are the healthy ways. And th- that's the best route. In my personal opinion, the best route is always doing the right way. Yes, I completely agree. I could not say that more. Definitely Mm -hmm. a lot of flyers do. And I've had experience with that. And like, I feel like it takes off that part of your life. Like if you lose weight the unhealthy way, it will take off parts of the life that you love and it'll take off some talent that you have. So yeah, people need to like really understand that it's important not to lose weight in an unhealthy way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just they got to know the future plans too. Like definitely, yeah. do some stuff to you know your hormones and just yes. like and just like even like future if you want to have kids, it's definitely going to take a lot of damage. But you know, you know, and any flyers that are watching this right now, like that do that have suffered from that, mm-hmm. they can definitely open it. They there's uh-huh. definitely you know the damage, but can every damage can always be repaired in anything. Yes, yes, I agree, and I have been there, and there's always a way to recover. You can come back mm-hmm. from it. Not saying you should do it, but there is, if you have done it, there's ways to come back and become a healthier version. So. 100%. Mm-hmm. Well, what future plans or like, let's say, so are, are you graduating college? Like how are you? Oh, yeah. 
So, so the thing is, I have my bachelor's. I have my bachelor's in health promotion. A lot of people, I mean, I don't announce, I haven't announced it on Instagram or just social media. But yeah, I am done with school. But I do still have that one golden year that I did not use because, you know, stepping away from my mental health, I still have that one year to use. And that's to, that's TBA right now. But yeah, when it comes to school, I might, so I do have that one golden year. I could, I was thinking about getting my master, master's or just doing like classes to, you know, just ex, the extra classes so I can further my education, you know, and like I said, as well. But when it comes to school, yeah, I do have one extra year of eligibility when it comes to cheerleading. But I was thinking about my master's or just taking classes to strengthen my knowledge for health promotion, my studies. That's cool. Very exciting. I'm excited yeah. to be updated on that mm-hmm. for the future. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, actually, I have another good question. So obviously you weren't in the all-star cheer world, I would assume. So yeah. when you do get to stunt and get to hang out with all kind of like the cheer liberties, and I'm saying that in quotations because it's like that's not really a word used anymore, but some people know um how was that like did you know some people that you were hanging out with have such like a big image on social media and in the chill world yeah so when it came to that like you know I think everyone's like built equally you know some people are just really admire and the thing is I when it came to like the personalities or the people I met that are big in the chill world that have been on the Netflix show I admire every single one of them I think it's absolutely amazing of what they do and like the the like I guess the presentation they give to the true world I admire that immensely but when I get to know them and hang out with them I just know they're just regular people too and I, I don't treat them any different and I, I love them for who they are and admire what they do and it, it's cool knowing that like oh this person did this they did this competition they were on this show they are known for the ability and I just admire 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 like these type of athletes and actresses no, not actresses I guess like true liberties like yeah. I, I don't like I guess you could say like everyone's like everyone everyone's people and they definitely I don't treat them like oh my god oh my god oh my god I just look at them as like awesome people I really really admire what they do and when I get get to know them I'm like wow they're just I mean they're awesome people and they're my friends oh I love that that's so sweet yeah um have you ever gone through kind of like do you know what imposter syndrome is imposter syndrome is that it's like when you like hanging out with all these famous-ish people, but you're like, why am I even here? You know, that type of thing. You're like, how did I get here? Like, do I even belong right here right now? That's like imposter syndrome. Yeah, I mean, I definitely had it. Like, there's been definitely like episodes in like, you know, my life where I was like, holy crap, like, how did I even get here? Yeah. Like, do I belong? <laughs> yeah, so I, if, that, is that, if that's the question I'm understanding, yeah, I definitely had those days of like, like I remember going to like events like Rebel events, L'Oreal, like you know, just the uh, competitions and Team USA. I'm like, is this really happening right now? It just felt like I was dreaming, and yeah. you know, thankful, very thankful for those days and events in my life. Yes, I agree. Love that um, feeling. It's crazy. It's like you, you're like you're like coming out of a dream or something, and you're like, wait, what is happening? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So it's cool. Honestly, like it, it's a blessing. I just just count your blessing it's so cool to live in those moments and just be like wow like I did this I accomplished this or I'm good friends with this person and now we're here you know yep I completely agree I love that that's yeah. so sweet do people come mm-hmm. up to you and like fangirl over you 
like, yeah. like relevance I, and stuff oh yeah like so when it came to like you know team usa and then even like other positions i've been to it, it's really cool the way i look at it is this, these people sometimes it can be overwhelming because like yeah. you know just be that image or just like kind of that like you know I'm, i wouldn't say i'm like outrageously like well known but i'm like pretty well known but when that happens it it almost gives me a happy feeling because like these people admire what i do and who i am they want a photo so i try to admit, do the best i can to make their day you know because they probably think like oh i'm going to remember this moment for the rest of my life so I do everything I can to like, you know, take a photo. And sometimes it can be overwhelming because like picture, picture, picture. I remember once like I, back in like Team USA when I was doing that competition, I my cheeks got so sore from smiling so much and just photos. And then I couldn't even catch my breath. Like I turned, I turned my head and then this person wanted a photo. And then I hear my name behind this person want a photo. And it's cool. Honestly, it's a, it's kind of like you have to be mentally ready for that but it's so cool because these people just it's crazy that like you when you live in the world right now you're just chilling whatnot but it's awesome that when you get revealed or you go to these competitions or you know events that these people really admire who you are and what you do and like it's like a the look on their eyes and this like their voice it's such a beautiful feeling that like wow like i inspire these people or they admire what i do and they know them oh my heart that is the best thing i ever heard because that is so true I hope I really hope other people think like that too when they're famous not famous but you know like have a big following I hope people <laughs> feel like that oh absolutely I feel like everyone should you know because yeah. you know it, it's just like, like any type of actor actress sports athlete that you admire you know you would be like wow like holy crap I admire this person they did them so much and you know I just like me being like an athlete that I would, that I admire a lot of athletes. And if I ever got to meet them, I'd hope they have the same feeling that feelings I would have if someone would want to meet me. Yes, I completely agree. Cause like half of the reason you're here today is because of the people that want to meet you, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. But yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful feeling. I, I feel like even like kind of the imposter syndrome, sometimes like when people are asking for photos, photos, I just look at myself as like, a guy that really enjoys what I do and just yeah. like just loves like tries to love life to the best of like you know the most of it takes life to the most of it and just like whatever craft I have like I try to go after it as much as I can and I don't think anything anything of myself like like that and when people come up to me like that it's almost like oh my gosh is it this real is this really happening so it's like that same feeling oh that makes me smile that is so sweet I love it yeah um, do you have anything else you want to say? Any last advice for the cheer community or anything else you want to, you know, talk about? Yeah. Well, so when it comes to like the mental uh, wellness, you know, mental wellness and just mental awareness month, just got to know that things will get better over time. You know, the right people come in your life, the wrong people will leave your life. And you really just got to know that things will get better. And you just got to surround yourself with people that love you for who you are, admire what you do. And when you are in those thoughts and those feelings of like, you know, the lowest of your low that I definitely, definitely felt like this past year is definitely one of the biggest and hardest things I've ever, you know, challenge that, that came up in my life. And it was one of the biggest challenges I've ever faced any type of competition. This was definitely the biggest competition in my life you got to know it's okay to ask for help it's okay to 
you know, take time to yourself. And the ones that do understand, those are the ones that truly love you. And the ones that don't understand, you know, that they go, you know, people come and go in your life. And when it's okay not to be okay. And just sticking to a plan and sticking to your faith, I ultimately highly recommend that because I've never been so close to God in my entire life ever since this month. I just since the route I decided to do and I learned so much more about myself and I learned so much more of like the people I want to be around with and just who I want to like just happiness in my life and I just I just felt like I was in a dark cloud for a, the longest time because I was trying to put on an image yes. for so long and you know the minute like I took that minute off you know the real people came into my life the people that wanted me for my talent they left and that's okay. And one thing people got to know is whoever's like battling depression or anxiety or any type of mental problems, you know, you just got to, you got to take a step back away and ask for help. It's, that's my best recommendation. And life is so, life is too short, Like there's, life is, be, it's not, it shouldn't be spent living, feeling like a certain way because life is a, a beautiful thing. And, you know, God has plans for you. So, and sometimes like those plans are, they hurt, but that's the right track sometimes like step, step, taking a step away and doing the right things yeah. so that's that's like that's like the last and final comments i have to say is it's okay not to be okay it's okay to ask for help and if you just trust the process and do things the right way good things will happen to you yes oh that is amazing i completely agree and mm -hmm. i kind of think there has to be rain to make a rainbow that's kind of my mindset mm -hmm. and just like God does have a plan. You just have to keep pushing through, keep following. And, you know, there's a reason why you go through things because you will come out at the end. Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I love that analogy. And that's actually an analogy I heard several times. And it's like, it's such a, you know, cartoon, I guess yeah. the cartoon analogy, but it's so true, though. It's so true. Like tough times will go, you know, if you just keep on, you just keep on keeping on. Like the, the tough times will past and the real people in your life will come to you and you got to keep those people in your life and you know you make the decisions that you make they should be happy for you and the this the decisions that you make for yourself and your mental well-being and what makes you happy and just being around these people and trusting the process and asking for help you know all like all spirals into a beautiful life yes i love that mm -hmm. i love your mindset yeah. so positive so good <laughs> oh yeah it's definitely it's definitely like I'm telling you Camille like ever since stepping away from cheer and just like you know taking time to myself it was a uh, man it was it was a stressful thing like you know definitely yeah. like being a competitor for so long you know being I was I was basically trained since I was eight years old you know that's when I started working out slash fitness slash you know weight training and you know just building up a my body to where I wanted to be the strength that I wanted you know, it was definitely nice and nice, good mental break and a good reality check. And now I feel like I'm stronger than ever. I love that self-care journey. Everyone needs one. Oh, hundred percent. Yes. Uh, yeah. That's what, that's my final comments to that. But, you know, I, life is beautiful. Life is too short and shouldn't dwell on the small things, you know, always got to be no matter like what you're feeling the day, like bad day, you can always flip a bad day into a good day. You know, any type of situation, you can always flip into a good situation. And I just know if you're positive and you just trust the process, trust God, you know, life is beautiful. Yes. Amen. <laughs>
<laughs> well, um, thank you so, so much for coming on the podcast. Seriously, I appreciate it. And I know that this will inspire a lot of people. Yeah, well, thank you so much for having me, Camille. It was honestly, it was so cool to meet you and talk to you and just kind of tell you a little bit about myself. But yeah, thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. And you're welcome back anytime to talk again. Yeah, just <laughs> no, <I> love it. <laughs> Okay. I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Thank you so much for listening. And once again, thank you, Colin, for coming on and sharing your story. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to leave me a review and follow the Instagram at Beyond the Boat Podcast. Love you guys. See you next week. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.